everybody, and uh, welcome back to another episode of Hollywood Knockbusters. I'm your host, Jonathan Moody, and I'm here with my special guest. John Ward. John Ward. Is this your... I want to say this isn't, but is this your first Hollywood Knockbuster episode? Yes, I didn't even know that this was Hollywood Knockbusters. I, I... Yeah. This is Hollywood is this... Knockbusters. Is this considered? Is, aren't the asylum of movies knockbusters? I didn't. I didn't think that. Well, no. So knockbusters to me, because mockbusters are what they do. Oh, I, I'm, I started okay, calling mock, this. Okay, okay. I started calling these knockbusters because yeah. these are sort of movies that just. Um, my original plan, and and things have kind of changed and evolved. But my original plan was to do movies that kind of bombed, that didn't do very well in the box office. That were oh, and this bomb films. Yeah. This bombs, so that counts. But then things started changing. Like I just did Dead, uh, uh, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead, which wasn't a bomb. It actually was a, a pretty good hit and a very popular you know, movie. Um, this movie, not as popular. But it's co- kind of like, I like to think of it kind of as like Super Mario Brothers, but better. You know, like... Um, God, Super Mario Brothers of, was awful. I know. God, it was horrible. I know. And and the reason I say that is because, like, both uh, was it Bob Hoskins and Franklin Jella both did this for their kids. It was both a um, kid, like, franchise type of thing, you know, children's fantasy type stuff. And, and, but this was, I think this was way better, you know, and a lot more fun. Um, that, that's terrible, but like, I actually still got a lot of kick out of rewatching it, you know, and stuff, the, uh, Super Mario Brothers. So doing this one, I think was better and more fun. Um, yeah. And you, you know, my feelings on John Leguizamo, so yeah, I don't, well, I, I, no. I find it hilarious that he was bitching about the Super Mario Brothers movie when he was just like, I'm the only one who can make it a great movie. You're not even Italian. Oh, Bob but Hoskins then he complains Italian. and says that people who are like Hispanic, you know, nobody can play Hispanics other than Hispanics. And I'm like, dude, you played an Italian and you're not. Yeah, Italian. yeah, the characters are Italian. You're not Italian. Yeah. So what are you talking about? I and mean, Bob Hoskins isn't either. Andy isn't. I don't think he is. And he wasn't. Uh, and he wasn't. Hispanic, Bob Hoskins, so. no, he's British. So like what? I don't know. Whatever. It didn't matter. It yeah, didn't matter. that. Yeah, I think that's why I think if you if you would ask me to watch that, I would have said no. I, I just one I don't like him at all, well, and, I, and I just don't think it's a good movie. We've already done it, so don't worry for Hollywood yeah, knockbusters. Oh, so okay, it's already yeah. been done. Um, yeah. but um, by somebody who actually did like, I think it was MJ Dixon, if I'm right, uh, who actually did enjoy it or something. You know, rewatching it and stuff. You know, it's kind of it's just such a silly movie. Um, so I I picked this because um, well, I mean. It, it's such a um, such a classic. Like people have talked a lot about bad stuff about this movie and everything, and I and I, I wanted to revisit it right because I hadn't seen it in years, and the last time I watched it was the first time I watched it, and it was years after. Like I was not, I was not a just so you know, I was not a He Man fan. Uh, growing up, I watched. Uh, Thundercats. I watched GI Joe. I watched uh, the Turtles, which I'm wearing the Turtles PJs right now. You can't see it, but I'm wearing Turtles PJs. I uh, I love Thundercats. All that stuff. Uh, mask. You know, He Man always bored me. You know, like I don't know what it was about 
the He-Man character um, just sort of bored me, and the the character sort of bored me, and um, and then I watched. Oh. Well, it's okay. This is going to be just hopefully just audio with some video, you know, yeah, it's, TikTok it's footage. My... Something happened where that. Trying to fix, try to get it out of there. Okay. All let's right. See if that one's... Yeah, that's good. So, uh, yeah. So I was never a big He-Man fan. Just never grew up on it. Um, okay. didn't like She-Ra. Didn't like any of that stuff. Just wasn't my thing. When, uh, Kevin Smith did the, oh, was it the Revelations? I had no interest in that really. I mean, only that that I heard how woke it was and how crazy it was and all that. Oh stuff. my God. It's awful. Just, it's yeah. a, he, he kills He-Man in the first episode. I know, but he makes it a Tila show. And, and then I heard that the, uh, that documentary that, that you had mentioned uh, that's on Tubi that uh, what is it called? The power, power of Grayskull. Power of Grayskull, which I thought was really good. I didn't um, see it. I didn't get a chance to see it. Um, oh man. Yeah. It's, it's 90 <laughs> minutes and, and it's from the very first idea all the way up to the one that came out like 2006 okay. and, and it was really interesting and um uh uh i'm so glad that they didn't bring up kevin smith who i heard from something else really wasn't involved in these it, he's just the name um. you know like he likes he-man and and so he'll promote it but he's not really it's the other guy, and I forget his name, but it, it's the other guy that's the main person. But yeah, the the they made Kevin Smith Smith made the his version so woke that everybody hated it. And now there's the series two, which people are saying is better, but they're still saying it's garbage. Right, that it's no I, good. I have no, so I, I have I no have interest in no it. No desire but, in seeing it. But I had no desire, so I tried watching the cartoon again today. Right after watching Masters Universe, because I was like, maybe I should give it another try. And I watched an episode. I was like, nope. I, I can see, I can see even as an adult why I didn't like this as a kid. Why it just didn't resonate with me. He Man is too. Um, you know how you call what is it? We call the uh, the girls like Mary Sue's. Like he's like the the male version of a Mary Sue. Like he just cannot be stopped. There's no, uh, there there's you know, no matter what he is, uh, and I, and I just didn't like it, you know, like at least Lionel had some like emotional stuff going and he was, you know, he was afraid at times. He man had no fear. He just, just, you know, so when I watched this movie and the reason why I was like, Oh, maybe, maybe I'll give it another shot was Dolph Lundgren brings a lot of character to he man. You know, He Man's still, you know, the the male version of Mary Sue, but he has. But at one point, he gets captured. He gets handcuffed. He gets you handcuffed, know, he becomes whipped. a slave. Gets yeah. whipped. I was like, okay, this is this is the He Man I've been waiting for. I don't know what, uh, you know. And so I was like, you know, I, I don't, I didn't like, um, I didn't like, you know, the He Man show. Maybe one day I'll. I'll I'll give it another. Yeah, I, try, I wish but... you would have watched that documentary because it gives me a lot more respect for the show. And and I was more of a casual He Man person. I didn't really watch She Ra because I'm just like that's for girls. Mm. But um, uh, I did watch He Man. And when I worked at the video store, we had a kids' room, and I would always put He Man on. Um, and uh, 
I remember having like a, a 10 to 15 minute conversation with kid was probably like eight. And, mm-hmm. and, and we just talked to man. Like he knew he was, he knew more about he man than I did. And, and mm. it was pretty, uh, I remember it being really fun is this, you know, this little kid and this adult or, or, you know, going back and forth about He-Man. Um, so I, I liked it, but after watching this documentary, it, you liked it like, more. Okay. Yeah, there's to... a lot more respect for it because of just all the crap that they had to go through because of all of these stupid parental you know, like guidance, you know, people would be like one woman who is bringing down television, you know, because He-Man has a sword. So there were all these rules like He-Man could never kill anybody. He-Man could never use a gun. Um, You know, He-Man always had to win. And it would, and which is maybe why Kevin Smith changed stuff is when you look at it, it really is, the show was based on power. That was the whole idea. I have the power. And so little boys would feel like they had the power. And it was in, and, and I guess it could be looked at as male. Well, you know, then like they, that's, I mean, type that's of thing, but why I'm happy they made She-Ra, you know, because like you said, it was for girls, you know, so those yeah, well, girls would feel like they had the power. Well, and, and, and she had her own thing, but it's, he man she ra they pointed that out and that's so that's that's where that's why she's she ra and he's he man um and then she had her own thing but he man did a bunch of uh cameos like he'd be on the show from time to time and and uh her stuff was a little more adult was a little more like a a, a you know not kid sophisticated friendly. It was kid friendly, but it was more, you know, He Man was more of the the you know, hey, you know, hey guys, you know, type of thing. While Shiva was more, you know, uh, uh, dr- more drama was more, you know, uh, f- you know, sophisticated type of stuff. And so I know I, I like He Man. I never had a problem with it. They they mentioned even like at the end of the cartoon where they had the moral of the day that yeah. was insisted by the company because Mattel, right. Yeah, because of the these and and uh, uh, was it Mattel? Yeah, it was Mattel because they passed on Star Wars figures, right? And and so Lucas went to Mattel first, and they're like, nobody's going to buy these figures. You don't even have any made. Like, why? Why would we do this? This, this is stupid. Go away, little man. <laughs> and then he went to Kenner. And then he still didn't have any figures. And I remember this. My mother got me for Christmas the box, the empty box with the certificate. And it was just a long box. And we all got it. All of us kids got this long box where you could put the figures in the box, but the figures weren't made yet. And you would get the certificate that said they will be mailed to you. And it was the greatest thing in the world. So you got and, you finally and, got the box and then you got the figures and then the figures you know came in slowly and then you got all the figures to put inside the box awesome. and that's and then Mattel wanted to they're like we're idiots we should have done this yeah we're so stupid well, so it, let's start from the ground up and that's where He-Man came from in this movie there are so many similarities to Star Wars 
Oh so my many. god. It was almost like <laughs> it was almost like, you know what, Mattel's like, fuck Star Wars. We're gonna copy Star Wars, do a lot of shit with Star Wars. The it was, music. I, I the was story. I, I was surprised that Skeletor didn't go, he man. I am your father. Like it got that like where like when he fell into that pit, I'm like, that's fucking Luke falling down. Or actually, I guess it was yeah, no, the, it emperor, be, the it emperor, the emperor, emperor falling, falling down. He just didn't go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, oh, my God, this is so Star Wars. It, it's amazing. Yeah. The soundtrack is Star Wars. Uh-huh. And, and, and the characters, a lot of them are John Star Williams. Wars. Well, I thought the soundtrack sounded a little bit like um, Superman, too. You know the the oh it had a very, the, the credits were very Superman the movie and yeah. yeah it sounded yeah that had a very actually I I'll guess He Man yeah, and Superman kind of no. yeah no. yeah yeah well and that that was their thing with the documentaries they said that a lot of these had to be called man so it was you know so it was like beast man reptile yeah. man everything yeah. was man I don't know um, like I guess it was that a chauvinistic thing or something you know. It, it was it was made for kids, you know, for boys. That was the mm-hmm. whole idea. Was was it wasn't until it got popular where they're like, well, maybe we should bring girls into it. But it, it's it's it was made for boys because yeah. they they just didn't have that line. They had GI Joe and they had a few other things, and girls had a few other things like Barbie. So Shira was really aimed after Barbie, uh, uh, you know, with the way her body is shaped. It was very mm-hmm. Barbie like. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I think it's a great documentary, and I'll it, have to. It, I definitely want to check it out. I wanted to. So my original plan was to watch that uh, last night with my friend, and um, uh, he had no. I don't know. He just wasn't interested in that. Uh, so he wanted to watch the the movie instead again. And I was like, all right, let's watch the movie because I have to watch the movie anyway. Like the the power of Grey Skull is just a bonus, you know, right? And then so I watched we start watching the movie and then my friend got sick and had to go home. And How do you just get sick? Uh, he he was sick before, but he wasn't he started feeling <laughs> better, he thought. So he thought he was fine. Then okay. he was like, I gotta go. He went outside and I guess he felt like he needed to throw up. So then he was like, I gotta go. And I was like, Okay, so I went upstairs. Are you sure it's and- not the movie? Yeah. And um, well, no, he loves. He actually likes the movie a lot, and we were we were actually having a pretty good time because, like, it it wasn't what I like. It wasn't what I remember it being. I don't know. Like, oh, um, it's except for some political stuff in there, which I I made you a com. You know, as a yeah, you did. Oh, my God, this is. Pl- I forget what the first one is. I've been trying to think of it the entire day. It's when they get to Earth, and they say or do something, and I went, "Whoa!" For a kids' movie, that's pretty political. And then later they do the the meat because they get the chicken uh-huh. and, and and Tila and Orko when when and uh man of arms goes, Oh yeah, that's that's animal, that's meat, and they're like and they put it down, and I'm just like, Oh, that is such a vegetarian yep. message. And sort of, like, but like I don't know if like because I get that and I thought that for a second too, but then I was like, Well, they are on on a different planet and maybe in the cartoons which i don't watch maybe they don't eat meat on that cartoon I don't think so no so maybe there was a maybe that was a mattel thing that they were sort of told they're not allowed to eat meat you know 
And it's maybe... very liberal. I mean, it's there was something else right before it, and I can't remember. Well, I don't. It. And, I don't know what it was because yeah, you said and I'm that. I'm trying to think. Like, it. Like it wasn't guns because they use guns through the yep. whole thing, including He Man, and which uh, you said was not allowed in the cartoon. So it's interesting. Oh yeah, they did it for yeah. us. Yeah, and it was funny as they mentioned that that like I just said, you know, that He Man always had to win and Skeletor always had to lose, but nobody could die. Right. Like so they couldn't kill Skeletor. And after something like a hundred episodes, like how does Skele- how do how do we keep making Skeletor just get defeated without killing him? Right. And, and in this um, movie they did that too, because if you you did you watch all the way after the credits? Oh yeah, I mean I saw this in the theater. So I, and so I after I, the credits yeah. he was like, I'll be back. You know, yeah, right? Skeletor and, pops up and we don't even know. know if that's Frank. Well, according to the documentary, that may not even be Frank Langella, because that oh. fight is not Frank Langella at the end. Oh, where they have like okay. the that's that's the stunt man, that's Blade. Okay. Okay. So the the stunt man, uh like fight choreographer, that's Blade. So they had him on set as one of the the like mercenaries, mm-hmm. and, and so he could train everybody. Which is so. If you notice at the to jump to the end of the movie, when which is Frank Langella as Skeletor, he goes like, "Let this battle begin," and their swords hit. Mm-hmm. That was the ending of the movie, and it was going to say it continued in part two, which, by the way, is Cyborg, right. Yes. So this was originally meant to be Masters of the Universe two. Yeah. And and so they tested with Albert Pune, I think, was going to be directed. Yeah. Who did direct? Yeah. Who did direct? Who directed yes. Cyborg, but directed it from what I remember hearing. And correct me if I'm wrong, or because from what you've heard or whatever. But from what I remember hearing is that uh, they lost the rights to. Uh, Masters of the Universe or something. Something happened with the rights, so they weren't able to make it. And but they had all the sets and everything all yeah. set up for it, um, except for I guess uh, Gray Skull. I'm I'm guessing Gray Skull was not was not set up yet or whatever. Um, but all it's the definitely sets not were, in this. No, yeah, nothing like and it. so, uh, but they had all the other sets for like the desert and the other stuff and whatnot. And then so uh, Albert Pune says, well, if we can't make this because it literally just happened, let's go make a, another, you know, he got the writer of yeah. Kickboxer 2 and uh, Death Warrant and uh, whatever, I think something like that. One of the writers to write up a, uh, the you know, the, uh, was it a Cyborg instead? And, and cast, they cast Jean-Claude Van Damme pretty quickly and just kind of went right, you know, um, it would have been interesting to have Jean-Claude Van Damme play uh, He-Man. Could you imagine that? You know? Like, I mean, that would be, you know, the muscles from Brussels. I mean, that would have been, you know, interesting. But, so, because you could, because after knowing that, I did at one point when I was watching Cyborg, because I've seen Cyborg like five times. I love Cyborg. Mm-hmm. That, it's a fun uh, movie. Uh, and Nemesis and, and, and all that stuff. That um, I was watching the sets to see if I could, because now it's all post-apocalyptic, which is what I was hoping they would do with He-Man. I was watching He-Man going, God, this would be so much more interesting if this was like a post-apocalyptic movie. Well, you know, <laughs> we got this. Well, so maybe the, the second one would have been. You know. Yeah, maybe, because it's, it's you, you have them end up in what looks like Burbank, maybe, like the same area that they did the Lost World, you know, Jurassic Park. 
and there's like nobody on the street. Mm-hmm. There's not even a dog that runs by. There is so you're having these spaceships, you're having these wars, you're having these these time things, and there's not one person, not even a like a homeless person on the street, which I thought yeah. was really weird. Why is there nobody? Weird. Yeah, why not have somebody on on the streets for this? And and, and uh, but I mean, if you separate Masters of the Universe, the movie from the TV show, it's enjoyable because it really does have nothing to do with the TV show when you look at it. Right. Like, there's no Prince Adam. He was He Man is just He Man. Yeah, He Man is just a He Man. He's not called Adam. Um, he's uh. And then a lot of it is a lot of it takes place on uh on Earth. And I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that, well, A, this is canon films, you know, movie and which they is just, never really a good thing. And they just didn't have the budget to like but make, you know. But if you look at the TV show, it's all in like a desert. Like you have Gray Skull. I mean, back then it would have been map painting. I mean, they, you could have done probably... this Beastmaster style. I mean, Beastmaster yeah. was just, and but then this this becomes Beastmaster too, the Portal of Time, you know, or well, that's and... yeah, that's I I would have kept it off of Earth, kept it on Eternia, and just shot it all out in the desert, and then but they said that they couldn't do Urko because that would have been too offensive, and they couldn't do He Man's. Uh, tiger, like the tiger. Yeah, and uh, uh, I love uh, the the scaredy tiger, which was so weird of a character. But you know, like uh, when I was rewatching, well, I was like, uh, you know. Well, and that was an accident in the cartoon. Is they there's a jungle Jim, I think was his name, and, and it's like a uh, like a black guy that's like a GI Joe, and he has a tiger. And they said, okay, we want the tiger to look like this, and they put it next to the He Man figure. But the tiger was too big. It was twice the twice the the size of He-Man. And so the creators of this whole thing, like, we're not going to redo this. It's going to cost too much money. This is for the figures. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, and what we're going to do is we're going to take that mold, turn it like green, mm-hmm. paint some stripes on it. And then it's just going to be just like a big tiger. We're going to put like a face mask on it. And then we're going to have like a saddle. Mm-hmm. And there we go. Now we have like an alien tiger. So it was take it was them just not wanting to spend the money to shrink it. Now, is how we got that character. The, uh, the in this they did not have Orko. I think that was his name. The um yeah they the just guy was, with the little thing on his head or whatever. Like yeah, he's like the like the wizard type of thing. And so they had a uh, a Billy Barty come yeah. in <laughs> and play like why did he play that role? You know. Why didn't he play um, Orko? Like, I don't understand why they didn't have him yeah, play the uh, I'm going to mispronounce the name, but like, maybe the G isn't pronounced, but Wildor? Gildor? Gildor, I think, or something like Gildor. Yeah. I think it was Gildor. Well, the the uh, the studio, which, well, Mattel, uh, was very happy with them introducing new characters because then they could get more toys. Uh-huh. So they... So they didn't want Orko, you know, like I said, it'd be too expensive, but they were very happy with getting any of these mercenaries or anybody knew that they could make a toy off of. Or the, the stormtroopers, the black stormtroopers. 
Yeah, that. I mean, they I were almost, pretty much stormtroopers. They were like. I think Disney Star Wars ripped this movie off. If you notice, the stormtroopers kind of look like some of the the yeah. emperor's guys. You know, like but, his guards. By the way, look at my hair. Like how my head is with it. You know, it looks like I'm I'm He Man now. You're, you're you you are get the get the wig of He Man on. <laughs> you do. Now all I right. got to do is just the next time you see Paul, go. I've been looking for you guys. I've got the power. Burr. Okay. And anyway. this movie was one reason why it bombed is because it was at the tail end. No, that he so said they, I have they, the power. They well, they figured let's make a movie, maybe that will bring it back, and it didn't. So the 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 show was in decline, and they mentioned that they killed their own show by making so much product that it was just it was overwhelming they just like saturated the market with with he-man and they're like well crap the show is is failing mm -hmm. so let's make a movie but then the movie of course had its own issues because you know they couldn't do certain characters and and you know nobody's gonna just see a he-man movie i think they should have done a cartoon i think they should have just done like a like uh, transformers the movie they should have just done He-Man the movie. They just done like a 90-minute cartoon. Like you think Canon should have done that? Or do you think Mattel? Yeah. Canon came in later. They they didn't originally start this. It, it was they came in later once they heard it was getting made and they wanted to get involved because they knew how big He-Man was. But like I said, it was kind of at the tail end. You know, it's so funny because you hear about this movie, you hear about like the Fantastic Four movie or whatever. The um uh the the, like the roger stanley corman. the roger corman one right so it's so funny that these companies that have these like movies that are uh or these properties that are that are very big like fantastic four at the time was huge marvel's first family of all things so um it, it it's just sort of funny that uh they would they would lease them out to roger corman or canon nowadays it would be the asylum you know getting the chance at directing something this you know like a marvel could you imagine sharknado with 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 like spider-man you know <laughs> like stuff like that like that would just be crazy you know well, with with the fantastic four because i i own it on blu-ray and then i also got the documentary doomed which is a great documentary and um, that was a whole licensing thing. That was, we need to retain the rights. So once they heard that the big budget Marvel movie was being made, Roger Corman's like, nope, we're going to go make our movie so we can retain the rights. And then that's, and then he got paid, you know, a good few million dollars, if not more, to shelve it, which mm -hmm. nobody knew about. And and um, it's still my favorite Fantastic Four, but like they didn't have um, Doom is in it, but they they decided to do the Jeweler, which was supposed to be the Mole Man, but they didn't have the rights to the Mole Man, so they yeah. created their own character. But I, I love Roger Corman's Fantastic Four; I think it's really good. Well, and it, my... but with with this, this wasn't a rights thing. This was we got to resurrect. So let's right. do a movie to see if we can bring He-Man back. And it didn't work. Yeah. They did bring He-Man back, though, later. Um, yeah, you they said had like two animated shows. Yeah, there yeah. was like something like 94 and then like 2006. And then the uh, 
the one that came after this was like a reimagining of He-Man. So the figures looked very different and they were smaller. Um, and He-Man looked younger and he wasn't as big. And that right. didn't, and that that was a cartoon. The New Adventures of He-Man. Yeah, New Adventures. I heard about that. Mm. But they did before they canceled the original He-Man. He went to space. Well, that's that's usually what happens when you get you're about to get canceled. You yeah, yeah. Space, they, you know. Yeah, he's actually in space. I think that's the New Adventures of He-Man. Is him in space. And then yeah. they did like the '94 one, which was like the younger one that didn't work. And then they did another one that was that's the one that's always compared. Like to Kevin Smith's of saying, "Yep, yeah, this this ain't no 2016 or whenever it came out with they could did the larger figures with the bigger muscles and they, they were like more vintage and, the, right. and that's what it took off again. It was huge. Did um it died and then Smith did it. Uh, well, you know, He Man, He Man's had like little little ups and downs i'm glad that like he's still sort of around i know they were gonna do like another he-man movie you know like another live action um but that's because they've been like doing uh it's this is like the nostalgia generation right now so uh you know gi joe got made um uh thundercats is in development um like live action Thundercats, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles got their live action stuff with Michael Bay, um, and uh, was your boy Michael Bay? I know you love him. Love um, him. God, could you imagine if Michael Bay and Uva Bowl got together? That'd be like your favorite. Oh God! <laughs> and then they cast Tom Cruise and Nick Cage. <laughs> I mean, that would be like your <laughs> ultimate movie, you know? Um. <laughs> Like Uva Bowl writes and produces. That might be Michael too much. Bay. My head might explode. <laughs> like scanners and shit. Um, yeah. But and I know, I know, like the writer of uh, that the terrible Pet Cemetery Bloodlines or whatever movie that I just came it. out that recently. I never watched yeah. it, but I might at some point. But the girl who wrote it is writing Mask, which is the M A S K. Oh, good. Um, then, then I I can't wait for her to just throw away the Bible to that and and just do her own thing because that's what she did with Bloodlines. And and even though we have the original two movies and the remake and the book, you know, she's just like, oh yeah, I just decided to throw all of that away and just make up my own lore. And and which is why, even though it's a prequel, it doesn't match anything. And, so it's like f you, you know. And, so if she, I can't believe she's doing Mask. And according to IMDb, uh, Thundercats is in development with uh, in development with uh, uh, Adam. Um, what's his last name? The guy did. Uh, I, I should know. I, I used to be friends with him on Facebook before he got famous. Um, the guy did the Godzilla versus Kong, uh, and now it's Godzilla X Kong. Oh, it's like Win Adam uh, Win? Wingard Wingard. Yeah, Wingard. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And I love him to death, but uh, I'm like, I, like, can you get her like stop doing the Godzilla movies and get back to doing? No, I love the Godzilla movies. I can't wait to see this new one. I'm so excited. I'm very excited. I know, I know I, you I are. Them all. I just I, I wanted I wanted to do Thundercats because I want that fucking thing made. You know, I'd rather have that than Godzilla. That's me personally. I'm not because I, I, I never got. I, I never don't, grew up as Godzilla fan. 
Yeah, but what are what are they going to do the Thundercats though? Are they just going to make all the Thundercats women? I hope you not. Know, I don't are think... they all just going to be gay? You know, Hispanic black Thundercats with legs missing or something. I mean, but that's from from what I understand is be because of Madam Web. Things are now being rethunk. Thunk? Thank? Thinked? Well, I don't they, think so. Uh, they, well, not by Disney, but maybe other maybe other companies are going to start to. Well, they were wonder. like, um, Amazon was working with Sony, I think it is, and there was going to be another Spider Woman type of thing. I forget exactly the title of it, and like oh. like the main character is Silk. And it was going to be female centric, and now they're. From what I read, is that it's now they're they're she's still male or female, but the other people are going to be male. No, and now they're talking like in talks with Nicolas Cage for a live action Spider Man Noir. Okay, and yeah, so hopefully things might be changing because after Madam Web, but that that's why I I don't just leave He Man alone. Just don't let Kevin Smith destroy it with with what he's doing. And um, don't make another one because to me, this He-Man would be a great double feature with Flash Gordon 1980. I was thinking that. Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you for yeah, saying you, it before I said it. Because I was actually watching this going, you know, this reminds me a lot of Flash Gordon. And, you know, like, I mean, even down to like, you know, Sam Jones's beautiful blonde hair and shit, you know, and stuff. And just... Um, I I was watching this going, oh my god, I loved it. You know, like it made me actually want to watch Flash Gordon again, which I need to buy on 4K from Arrow because I just keep forgetting to do that. Like I I, I look at film. it, I look at it in the uh, sales that they have at Barnes and Noble, and I'm like, oh, should I get it? And then I'm like, oh, I'll get Donnie Darko instead, and I got Donnie Darko. So I think I'm done. Which with which all is the... also good, but you right. just you you definitely need Flash Gordon. That I need the to sound get and Gordon. the colors on that are just i mean it's an acid trip without taking acid i mean nice. it, it's so it looks so beautiful and, and um they almost needed to do that with with masters of the universe because it's so it, it's too damn it what is going on <laughs> i'm sorry dude that's fine this again um man, this started on a one forest messing around with your uh no, he's not even near me, unfortunately. If I'm doing this, that means I'm petting him. But if I'm okay. up like this, I'm not. Um, but uh, this needed to be weirder, almost. You know, it needed to be more like Flash Gordon. It needed to have those weird skies, and and, and especially for Eternia, which just looks like L.A. Right. You know, just like the L.A. desert. And uh, I, I think it bombed because it just wasn't He-Man. It just it was like He-Man light. Well, yeah, I mean, and and plus, I think people are just a little too confused as to like, because I don't understand what happened, but they did. They weren't, I, from what I remember hearing, they weren't allowed to call it He Man and the Masters of the Universe. You had to just call it Masters of the Universe, you know. And I, there was that uh, documentary, um, Electric Boogaloo, that um, actually had I some was... stuff on it going to bring that up this is yeah this this talks a fair amount about the movie too yeah, i know this is a, and 
This is a, it, it's one of two documentaries about Canada. The other one's the Go Go Boys. This the Go Go Boys, yeah. That one I remember uh, watching Electric Boogaloo because it was on like Netflix or one of those streaming channels, and I watched it. And then um, I haven't seen the Go Go Boys yet, but I saw that one, and it's it, good, that, just not as good. Yeah, it went really into like the past of of them all the way up to you know, their downfall of what happened, you know, to, to them just bombing, I guess. Just and... too much money. That that was the problem is they were, instead of taking, you know, like this film made money, so we're going to move it to the next movie, which would make money, which would make the next movie. Instead of be like, okay, this movie made money. Now we're going to give that money to the next three movies. And right. then we're going to take those three movies and give it to the next five movies. And every the budgets got thinner and thinner and thinner. They owed more and more money, and eventually they went bankrupt. And and they did stuff like He Man that's not He Man, and it bombed. They did stuff like you know Superman Four: The Quest for Peace that bombed. That bombed. Yeah, and, and um, which is a film I would love to see restored. I mean that thirty minutes missing, which you can see a lot of that on YouTube. Um, right. I mean that'd be great for me. Canon will always be, you know, like uh, Charles Bronson and Chuck Norris and, and Michael yeah. Budnikoff. And it's not He-Man or Superman. Right. Those, those, those are are not... came later after they became the success that they were becoming. And they were becoming the success because they were making these independent sort of things. But they were Hollywood. You know, they were still Hollywood. You know, um, they were just like Hollywood light, you know kind of thing and so yeah i yeah, I, mean, I, I i love all the mission impossible mission impossible i love all of the missing in action movies and the death wish movies i know you like American mission impossible Ninja too movies. so yeah. i do and i'm glad that wasn't by canon um <laughs> uh because they because yeah. probably they would have had chuck norris as in, instead of tom cruise but well they're uh, both short so that would work oh that's true or stallone maybe because he's short too well well this is Stallone, Stallone, I remember on the uh, documentary for Electric Boogaloo came on the set for because he had done over the top with uh, Canon. So he came on the set for Master of the Universe and he came on the set. Yeah. And he came on the set and he said, you're getting you're giving him all the lines. He can barely speak English. <laughs> and I, oh, yeah. I, I, I remember that because yeah. because Stallone and Dolph Lundgren are like best friends. And and uh, which is why in Expendables, why he didn't die. So in the right. original Expendables, he died. And I guess the test audience said, no, don't let him die. So he reshot his scenes. And even in the movie, Dolph's character goes, thank you for not killing me. And uh, and who knew, you know, looking at something like Masters of the Universe, that Dolph Lundgren is a genius. And I'm not being right. sarcastic that but, he has like like his IQ is huge. Oh man, um, I remember I, I was telling somebody earlier today that I I got to I got to ask him a question for like because he was on a uh, uh, on a podcast uh, that was like a call-in show, so I called in and uh, I I was so excited. I was like, "What question would I ask?" And I asked him. Because he was an actor, a writer, and producer, he's done them all, right? I was like, "What's what's your favorite to do?" You know, and he pretty much said acting is his like joy, is his like favorite thing ever. But 
he loves every single job he's had in the you know in the film business. That's that's Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, so he loves directing, but like acting will always be his like pure joy. Yeah, he he's no dummy. He's he's yeah. not a yeah he is not a dumb guy. Once we found, I I would have to look up his IQ, but his IQ is huge. And, and so this he hasn't is not been a in the greatest guy. movies. Some movies are no freaking terrible. But yeah. I don't I don't think that has anything to do with his IQ. I think that just has to do with the fact that he needed money, you know, and um, yeah. Some movies aren't well, and and at the beginning he could only do Russian type stuff, you know, like you know Red Scorpion or something like that, and then then he started branching out more. But then he kind of, you know, Schwarzenegger would do Kindergarten Cop, but then he would get relegated to Kindergarten Cop Two. Was he in Kindergarten Cop Two? I believe he is in Kindergarten Cop Two. Yes. Oh my god! I he has a that... sidekick in it who I, I can't. I don't yep. know who that is, but he's. Uh... Bill Bellamy. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> poor. Oh, that's supposed to be the comedy part of it, I guess. And Bill Bellamy, love him to death, is not that funny anymore. He is he has kind of lost his whatever. He was funny in the like, I don't know, nineties. Um, this was what, two thousand sixteen, Jesus. Yeah, I I just uh man, that's kind of sad. Oh shit, yeah. no. Bill and then he Bellamy doesn't want to the... Bel Air. I have not been. I have not been watching that show. Nope. You know. And then, yeah. then then Dolph ended up, you know, going the Steven Seagal Van Damme route by just doing direct to video, you know, which is fine. I mean, as I'm sure he's paid fine, you know, for it. So yeah. But I got this. This is if you're a Canon fan, this is something that everybody should pick up. I think this was priced wrong at at Walmart. It was like seven dollars. Oh and yeah, you get, a... and you get ten movies. Wow, and it's a DVD of it. It's DVDs, and it's the bombs, babes, and blockbusters of Canon Films ten packed DVD collection. It also includes Electric Boogaloo, and they list everything on the back here. And what's it's... it called? Bombs. Uh, the bombs, babes, and blockbusters of Canon Films, the 10-pack DVD collection. And this is a perfect sample pack for, for Canon because you get Missing in Action, Cobra, love Cobra, yeah. Masters of the Universe, uh, Bloodsport, Hellbound, which I saw with Chuck Norris's brother who directed the film, at a screening in a warehouse Aaron in North? LA. Yes. There were three of us in the audience. And he asked how we liked the movie. And I'm like, oh, I loved it. Of course. It's awesome. But it's Chuck Norris uh, fights the devil, which is great. It also has Invasion USA, which is one of the greatest Christmas movies ever made. Um, Delta Force. Over the I have top. Delta Force on Blu-ray, but... Uh... It's still worth having on here, The Hitman. And then you get the, uh, also includes Electric Boogaloo, the wild untold story of canon films. So, and what's great about this is the front's the same. It's got more detail on the back. So it's got all the, the cast and crew, but everything is on its own disc. Nice. So you have nothing your... is, yeah, nothing wow. is doubled up. That's, That's awesome. why I'm thinking they definitely mispriced to this. 
Well, I'm seeing it on eBay for like 18 bucks, so And then there's um, Electric Boogaloo. yeah, about 18 bucks or so, so I that's actually not too bad, you know, too, like for Not for 10 movies. 10, 10 movies and all of them being pretty decent, But you got and to make sure movies to get this. If you do order it, you got to get the slip. Just don't order it like this. Let me see if that's Because it, it's, it's nice because it just slips right inside. I love this thing. I owned Electric Boogaloo, uh, the documentary before it. I'm not getting rid of it. I'm just going to keep it, even though I have it on here. Well, Um, this one says Bomb Babes and Blockbusters of Canon Films DVD box set gift set sealed new. So, you know what? Buy yeah. it now. I'm buying it. You're now witnessing that I have confirmed and paid for the $20. <laughs> $20.32. And it it's is definitely worth it worth because it. the discs still have like the special features and everything on it, Mm -hmm. which is nice. Um, He-Man does have audio commentary by the director who is not interviewed on the, uh, So this comes the with He-Man Master, documentary. it's Masters of the Universe. Awesome. Okay. Yep. Yep. There he is right there. Awesome. All right. So, well, there you go. and then I found, and I forgot that over the top was on this, but I found at Goodwill, I found this one. And I'm like, oh, I should get it because it has Over the Top and Demolition Man, which is not. They're both Warner Brothers, but this is not canon. This is canon. And it has So. it has something else too, right? Like it doesn't look like it just or does it just No, have both? Both just of a double feature. Yeah, I don't. This is two movies on one disc. Hmm. I hate But, that. you know, but now I, I could say I got it for, for Demolition Man, which I don't own. So it, it's. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I think that that Masters of the Universe is a fun movie. I enjoyed it. You cannot compare it at all to the to the cartoon. I don't like the human stuff in it. Um, I I actually didn't like Courtney didn't okay Cox. so first of all i wanted to say something that i thought you would bring up because the uh courtney cox's boyfriend in the movie is a is a nice guy you know how most of those times the 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 uh He is a nice guy. the 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 boyfriend or whatever would be a dick and stuff like that we pointed this out for many shows and then all of a sudden now recently we've been pointing out how nice a lot of these characters are you know and how how great it is that they they've got these male characters who are just uh you know just just nice like they're not they're not cheating scumbags or they're not cheating Yeah. No, like he really loves you her. know He doesn't want her yeah to to leave. And I was very confused on their age because he 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 goes, "Well, do you want to come to my my uh my my like sound check before you go to the airport?" And she's like, yeah, okay, I'll go. So I'm thinking he's playing in like a bar or something like that. And then he ends up at, it's a high school prom. I'm like, how old is this guy? And then Courtney Cox, she, uh, he, he finds the device that could travel through time. And um, he goes, well, I'm going to go take this to my music friend to see if he knows what it is. Cause they think it's like something that just makes music from like pain or whatever. And, He goes, well, are you coming with me? And she goes, no, I'm going to stay because I won't be here for prom. I'm like, are they like 17? Because they look 30.18, yeah. Well, I mean, remember most the uh, eighteen-year-olds in these movies 
are played by 30 year olds or so or 20 something year olds. Oh, that that's the biggest joke that they say with Madam Web that they all got you know like the three girls in it or all they're like mid twenties. Yeah. And they're all <laughs> they're playing high school all, kids. You yeah. Know? Yeah. They're all like the same age as like Dakota Johnson, but <laughs> Yeah. But this is that really confused me. Like, okay, is he a DJ that's just playing the prom, or is he? And one, none of these kids are gonna like that music. The music that he was playing, and he's like, "Hey, babe, check this out. Look, does this sound good?" She's like, "Oh yeah, it sounds great." No kid is gonna like that. Right. They right. they want bands. They they want the music of that time played so they could dance and stuff. Nobody's gonna listen to this, you know, garbage until later. You know, when people like Moby and other ones made it you know Popular, big. yeah 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 but, but it's just that confused me well, and, and really really like the only reason he's doing that or he's playing that is because later we see him with the keyboard and stuff and we know that he has a keyboard you know foreshadowing yeah so yeah to... which wouldn't have burned up in the fire at the school no because his friend at the music shop had it oh okay no, the cop took it. Cop took it. The That's cop right. took it to the music store. And nothing. It's so Courtney Cox's parents died in the plane crash. And but she's moving before graduation. Why not just wait till graduation? If she is meant to be 17, 18, whatever it is, like she maybe she hasn't graduated high school yet. Why is she moving? before she graduates where was she moving to like michigan or something she was just moving to another state she never says why yeah she, she never says, says i'm gonna go stay with my aunt you know or yeah and, because, and her like, friend because the... she doesn't have any parents anymore what is she gonna do she was if she's a kid right so she'd have to to move you know yeah so she's a teen and she's missing graduation and the prom then you're not going to have your diploma. But how so what do you... long has this been that her parents died? Recently enough, I guess, because she's having to to leave, which is also weird, is that if she's underage, they wouldn't let her be staying in the house. By herself, yeah. Yeah, unless like the aunt is her guardian because even her right. friend at, at work gives her advice not to leave the boyfriend she's well, like oh i'm gonna miss you but don't you know don't break up with your boyfriend because here's like where it gets guy. even weirder is like this the boyfriend goes into her house right with the cop you know and everything and she calls the house you know to talk to him i guess right like or something like she hopes he's home you know, or whatever. Uh, um, and so does he so live there? Maybe does he live there? But but then at the end of it, uh, we we they travel back in time, and he she goes to the um, she uh, she wakes up at her house and it's like I guess they I guess because she says they say they just want to go home, you know. Right. So I guess they're thinking that they're just going to go back to normal time. And even uh, the, the guy with the gene word name, Will Will Door or whatever, is like, do you want, you know, uh, you can go at any time that you want, you know, before or after. 
happens to know, ex I guess because she's all that she had parents and stuff that were no longer there. I don't know how he knew what day, but he knew like, Oh, he, he definitely wouldn't because she, I mean, there is the newspaper article that's at the house. Yeah. And I think he saw that. So maybe he, no, did. he didn't see that. I don't think because remember, um, the, the chick took it. Yeah, Evil Lynn. Evil Lynn took it. And, and then and there was the, the other little mercenary one with the long hair who who saw the picture of like the mom and dad and Courtney Cox. And he's like, oh, this is the girl that had the that had that device. So they yeah. knew who to look for. Or, yeah, and then like, she this said, is the take that, it. That this will be fought. take it because this will be helpful later. So they took the thing because later he she uses it to to show the mom and everything. They they wouldn't know any of this stuff because it's weird. Is at the beginning of the movie when He Man is is with the the uh, I'll, just, I'll just say Billy Barty that um, his house is like five feet away. So when they're in the mountains and they just meet him, they get him out from the ropes that he's all tangled up in, and 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 he's like, well, we need to go back to my house because I have this device that Skeletor is looking, you know, uh, looking for. They don't say they, his name, though, which is a little weird. He kind of says, uh, you know, he got tricked by someone, but doesn't say who or whatever. So, but we all know it's Skeletor, you know, that okay. he was trusting. But, like, it was weird. So I was, like, looking at that going. Oh, no, no, no. He he was tricked by Evil Lynn because he's. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because a she's woman. beautiful. Yeah, beautiful woman. Which Meg so, Foster is gorgeous in this movie. I mean, just oh my god. I, I will tell you a funny story about Meg Foster, real quick. Um, and she was at a horror convention that I go to, Scares I Care, that's no longer around, sadly. Um, and uh, my friend Andre and I, Andre's a a a pageant model, basically. Like he's a bodybuilder and pageant model. Like he's what you would, you know, like and you know, and he's very friendly, just outgoing, very talkative to whoever and he says meg foster right and he gets excited because he liked pretty little liars or one of those shows that she was on you know okay. kind of thing which i didn't know she was on anything like that or whatever but he knew her from that so he was like oh my god ah! he starts talking to her and she instantly loves him like hey he's good looking he's young and he's like into her you know so whatever so he's she he's like um yeah I don't I don't really have any money to like spend on these things whatever and uh, so he goes over and he looks at Tracy Lord's uh table you know just checking her out and just starts talking to her and as he's over there he told me because I saw her like I saw Meg Foster walk up to him and start whispering into his ear and I was like what did she say and he goes. If you buy something from her, I'm gonna kill you, and not me. I'm gonna kill you. Ah! <laughs> uh, <laughs> and that was like thinking evil Lynn. Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Her eyes are just just gorgeous, and, and yeah, so, yeah, she's so that's wonderful. A, but when they're up in the rocks, he's like, "Oh yeah, we just need to go to my place." Now I don't know if this is cut to five hours later, right? Because they had to walk twenty miles. But it is like they get him out. They find, you know, out of the ropes. They find out who he is. He's like, we well, need to go to my place. Cut to them at the front door. 
And, yeah. and he's like, I remember when it used to be safe and you didn't have to lock your door. And and you go, they go inside and then he has the replica of the, the machine. And it's like, wow, that was convenient. And then at the end where they use keyboard and all that type of stuff to get back to Eternia, for some reason, that part of the whole alleyway gets put into Castle Grayskull. Well, okay. So I was worried about that too. Because I was like, why didn't... You know, I also thought, like, why didn't it happen, like, at his house, like, some of his house or something, you know. And then my idea was that, uh, you know, when the, the cop uh, played by the principal from uh, Back to the Future, um, which is so strange to see him in a... And and in, this is very Back to the Future with her mom. Yeah, with so there you go. Parents. So maybe, yeah. maybe that was what they were like, oh, it's been two years since Back to the Future. Let's make James Tolkien the uh, detective who has to go back... The, the, yeah. he actually does he doesn't go back to the future you know he stays in the past he goes back to eternia yeah he goes to eternia yeah to Not back. yeah, yeah he, he just never came back he never he never which is funny you know. with him is when they say oh you're not coming with me he goes i have the castle no no you don't you don't own that castle you're in this little chair off to the side uh, the, the, the the sorceress woman is in the big chair the right big, she's like, the, you know she's game the of head. thrones She's the one who owns the castle, so it's like okay, he's like, dude. but he's living in a castle. He's happy. I didn't it's not his castle. Enough. He should, I didn't he should mind be saying, him. "I live in a castle." What? You know the it's sorcerer, not your castle, dude. Sorcerer's so sweet. She didn't care. Um, he she's like, let him have his fun. You know, uh, he's saying Wait, here we'll he's helping us later. out. <laughs> we'll talk. I'll give you a little talking to later. Um, but anyway, so he uh, so the, yeah, so the whole stuff happens. I think is because. He screwed up the stuff because he came in at the last minute, you know, and remember all of a sudden there's this like big flash or whatever. And he was like screwing it up at that time. That's why it took a little bit more than I mean, just I kind of thought that too, because they're not using the 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 full device. They're just right. They're they hook the keyboard up to it and, and it's so it's all kind of jerry-rigged. Yeah, and, and so it's it's probably not performing at a hundred percent. And I think that's so what it, they wanted to show you is like there was a difference between the regular one and and this you know jerry rigged one you know that that happens. But it it didn't matter to me. I was just like, that's a little weird. Like half the cars in the fucking thing or something. Yeah. You know? Like oh and, well, and I mentioned this earlier, but I think we went off on something else that the the uh the stunt man is Skeletor in the big right. fight with He Man. You could see it. So when and I and I mentioned this, but I didn't continue with it. When Skeletor says, you know, let the battle begin and the swords hit, that's when it ended. The test screenings were horrible, and they did put more money into it. And that's when the stuntman came in and they had the big fight. Right. Because it was supposed to be the that our battle begin, end, and then in part two, it picks up with them fighting. Mm -hmm. so and you could tell if you ever watch it again you could see there's an abrupt cut from let this battle begin to them actually fighting oh yeah you know i noticed that one yeah the, it, it's like, like this was shot on a totally different day on a almost totally different set maybe that this is but it felt like it could have ended right there like you said it was supposed to and i because they didn't make the sequel they decided to and use the test screening and stuff they decided to just end it and, and have He-Man win and then, you know, uh, Skeletor lose and then Skeletor say, I'll be back, 
you know, and shit like yeah, because you can't kill off your main character. I mean, that's you know, you, or main you villain, off... yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if Lucas ever planned on making more Star Wars after the original three, but I mean, he killed Vader, but it took him till movie three to do it. So, you know, who knows? There might have been three He Man movies, and then oh. Skelter finally dies in the original Star Wars movie. Um, and I don't know if this was in the original videos or the recut you know stuff that fucking uh george lucas did a million times that are the only copies we have which is weird that disney who has no prior whatever doesn't just release that shit that's more shit they could put out and make more money off because of. they because they don't want to because it's kathleen kennedy they don't want the original trilogy to be there they want it to disappear that they don't want it to exist. That's all toxic. It's all but, it, it's but, we but don't it, want that. That's why but she they're still putting out the Blu-rays and 4Ks and other stuff. Well, yeah, because okay. they can make money. But that's they don't what I'm saying. They any... can make money putting out the special, like the original trilogy in its original form. It doesn't exist. Lucas has said it doesn't exist. Lucas got rid of it completely. He just, he just, even when Star Wars, the original Star Wars came out. He he said, I watched the documentary on this, where he said within that month, they were already re-editing the movie. That the originals do not exist anymore. Well, the VHSs do and everything. I have. I think I have a VHS. Those aren't the original originals. The VHS so, ones, no, they, they're not, not the, the special original. editions. I'm talking about the original. No, yeah. The, like the, the 1980 original... whatever 1970 whatever eight nine whatever they put it out no he says those don't exist anymore okay. right. because he because the ones that were in the theater were that's once they were in the theater and they left that was then he brought back out star wars and then it that was the slightly re-edited version okay and then he kept tinkering with it so these versions will never like I have the laser discs. They're they're sitting right up there of the first three Star Wars films or the original trilogy, where Star Wars still says Star Wars. It doesn't say A New Hope. And then I have uh three birds. But that's not even those aren't even like the the like original original. No, these are the closest that you're going to get to the original. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think the VHSs but, are still like that too. Like but the, it's, but they're not the original originals. The originals. He just kept tinkering. You're never even something like Empire Strikes Back and Jedi are are tinkered with. So I don't understand it's why not, he did that. Like, Lucas, why? Because he just he he did that with THX 1138 also. Like you can't find unless you want to spend a lot of money. You cannot find the original version. Of THX 1138, where at the very end of Duvall, Robert Duvall pops up, and it's just a barren wasteland. Instead, he added a city to the background. And that's like the that's the only version, that's the one I got. You just you can't find that original one unless you get it on like VHS. Well, my he just, that's what, what he does. Well, my uh so my thought was like because at the end of the original Star Wars period. Uh, Darth Vader loses and then flies or whatever, does a little like little flip and stuff. But he never, like, he never died. He never blew up. He never, you know, what I mean. So just in always, case. yeah. I think I think that was his his thing. It's just you know, like let's 
let's not get rid of him because obviously in the sequel they ever I, actually I don't even know if he thought about making a sequel, but yeah, just in case, you know. Um, but I, I, I do think I, he was thinking about the merchandising and toys and stuff. That, oh, he absolutely yeah. was. That that was the the one thing that he said that Fox couldn't have. Right. He said that's it. You can have everything. And else. then I they didn't care because the they were like, "Who's going to care Nobody's about gonna, merchandising? Nobody gives a crap about." And and yeah, because of him, which I think is part of what Paul hates, you know, and what uh, you know, what my dad always kind of jokes about because of uh, spaceballs with the merchandising, you know, and everything uh, became a really big, and it became really big. Star Wars and um, He Man and um gi joe well, planet of the apes was the first planet of the apes was the first one that started all that and that was 68 when the first one came out that was the first one to do garbage cans and so was lucas a fan of the pirate uh, the the planet of the apes uh toys and stuff he followed it you could if you look at the toys yeah i mean i think that a lot of that is because even like he-man when they were doing the toys for the cartoon they were looking at that like Conan. He Man is Conan, but they can't do Conan because they they model. It's funny is they mentioned that they modeled everything off of the world of Conan, and then when the movie came out, they realized, oh crap, this is rated R, and there's nudity and violence, and he's cutting heads off, and so we can't do that. He Man can't be Conan, right? So they so they had to change it. Everything is from else so mm -hmm. it, it it's you know it's that's why i mean i don't with disney and in, in the star wars stuff that's why they want to get rid of all that that's why han died that's why luke died that's why eventually leia would have died you know she if carrie fisher didn't die in real life it, it's all about getting rid of the past and and moving towards you know move towards the future which nobody wanted which is why everything has failed. Right. And, so and I think that's another thing of why like Madam Webb failed, you know, because they were trying to get rid of the past of like, of what, you know, really like of even the comics, you know, like none of the, not, I, I read that none of the actors actually read uh, uh, any of the comics. And they talk about that in interviews. Like they, they never did. And, uh, and kind of goes to show, you know, like, you know, you should probably know the source material. No, they don't want that. Bob Iger is uh, not Iger. Uh, Kevin Feige. No. Yeah. Kevin Feige has made it very, very clear, at least with the Marvel stuff. Which is weird because he not is to a read comic. The source material. He's a comic fan. That's how he got into this thing. You know, which makes me sad that he's telling people that because Kevin Feige yeah. was he loved Marvel. Like he was a, a originally uh, he was uh Richard Donner's like assistant or whatever, or, like worked with Richard Donner. I don't know if he was an assistant, but I think he something like that. I think he was an assistant, and he worked uh, at the Donner's, you know, and he worked with um Richard Donner's wife, and they ended up working on uh X Men, and he was a huge Marvel fan, and but he brought things, and he was the first one to show. Wolverine, like, uh, you know, because Brian Singer was big on not showing them the comics, he wanted to make his own thing. He showed Hugh Jackman.
the comic look and whatever and said you should really go with this and stuff so now that i if you're telling me that that's what kevin foggy saying now then that really disappoints me but i don't know i i still think yeah they, a... they have that video out with all the writers that talk about it that that they're not supposed to they're like not allowed to read the source material no. almost kind of like what what it seems like with the writers of masters of the universe is that you weren't allowed to watch the the cartoon because since and... it really doesn't have anything to do with this but it, it's yeah that that's you every once in a while you you need these people to leave so doctor who was failing doctor who was not doing good and then all of a sudden john nathan turner came on board as producer and completely redid the show and and it went and it all of a sudden became like one of the biggest shows ever mm-hmm. and because he was a fresh you know perspective on it and then you know 15 years later or whatever it was he left because and they just shut the show down because it then turned into the same problem again right and and it was just like so i think feige is the same thing is i've said this before if if he had left after endgame he would have gone down in history as one of the greatest producers ever mm-hmm. but because he stuck around he is now a joke so yeah. nobody that takes him, him. Yeah. seriously at all and this whole woke garbage and 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 the mcu and all that stuff really started with captain marvel mm-hmm. but That's thankfully the- thankfully the writers and directors of like Endgame and 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 even like doctor strange the original doctor strange and things by the way i wanted to bring this up because we we're talking about the fantastic four but did you know full moon had the rights to doctor strange Yes, that yeah, but it, it ended up being uh Dr. Morbid. Dr. Mordred, yeah, which yeah, uh they changed and and but if you watch Dr. Mordred, it's fucking Doctor Strange. It actually Oh, and, absolutely. Yeah. And fuck Jeffrey Combs as Doctor Strange just is just phenomenal, you know, like he's just uh he's the perfect pick. You know, I mean I think he's the Benedict Cumberbatch if uh you know, full mood or, you know, independent films and stuff. So like, I totally love that, you know? Yeah. I, I didn't know that for a long time. And then once, because I just figured they were just ripping off, you know, seed people was invasion of the body snatchers and transfers was just Terminator and blade runner. And it's like, Oh, okay. They're just ripping off other movies. And then, yeah, to find out that Dr. Morgan was actually going to be Dr. Strange. Yeah. Well, I was like, oh shit, okay, yeah, I could totally see that. I could totally see that. So there you go. They're not it's not a ripoff. Well, it comes a ripoff, I guess, because they didn't have the it is what uh, it isn't type of thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, if they had the rights originally and then they got got taken away from them, then um it's only fair that they rip it off, as opposed to people who never had the rights to anything and still rip things off. We know people who've done that. Um, <laughs> you know, but uh you know, and they make a try to make a career out of doing that. That makes me sad. You know, I'm like, dude, do you have an original thought in your head at all? No, no, some no, of them don't. No, no, no. Um, most of them don't know. But I brought, oh, but I brought up Courtney Cox earlier, and it's interesting in the documentary they don't really even talk about her at all. Do you they think that might none. just be for legal reasons? I'm not sure because she, the what got her the role was the Bruce Springsteen video, Dancing in the Dark. 
Yeah, everybody talks about that all the time. For yeah, her. and and before that, she did she was she did the first tampon commercial. Nice. So it was so she was already kind of known, but they don't mention that. And then of course the guy who plays uh, her boyfriend ended up on uh, a small role on Star Trek: Next Generation, but then became Tom Paris on Voyager. Yeah, he's been so, in a lot of Star Trek stuff too. There's a yeah. Star Trek cartoon I read that he was in and stuff. So, um, but then you also got Franklin Jella, who just brings it like that. I mean, that's he does I mean, he he was so good in this. Um, well, uh, and they do. He interviews and and he talks about how all that dialogue that he did most of it was him improvising because he worked with somebody else to look at stuff like um, things like uh, the hero's journey and some of these other books. And he was taking quotes from these books that he knew that little kids would just never get, but he felt that Skeletor would say it. Mm -hmm. So any, anything that's really kind of weird and out there that he says are, are from these books and that he did the role for his, I want to say, like, like his nephew or his, I don't think it was his son. son. It might it be his son. son. Yeah. And, uh, and so but, Franklin Jello went on record in an interview stating that playing Skeletor was one of his favorite roles. His young son was a huge fan and was running yeah. around the house shouting, by the power of Skull." So he took the role for him. He wrote some of his own lines. Tell me about the loneliness of good he man is it equal to the loneliness of evil? He brings, yeah, he brings that line up. So, mm. which a little kid would never get, you, you know. So it, it's I like that line. Um, I also really, really liked, and I quoted, uh, and put on Facebook because I like to do that occasionally when I see like a really good line or whatever. But uh, I said, you know, don't, don't say goodbye, say good journey. And then, uh, and then the uh, man, man at arms says, "There's an old Eternian saying: Live the journey, for every destination is but a journey to another, uh, to another. You know. So then, good journey. And I like that. I like good journey. You know, instead of saying goodbye, good journey. It's kind of like I, I think it was something they were trying to do because I looked it up, and that was not in the He Man, you know, cartoons at all." You know, they never said good journey. So it was something. Which is funny is, so they know what goodbye means, but they just changed it with good journey. So why not yeah. just use goodbye? Because what they're trying to say is like, it's a, it, every journey that you go on has a, has a different destination that you can open, you know? So they but, say it's a, say good journey because you're going to another, you know. I but it, I always I, find it, funny in movies when aliens or something like that know some stuff but they've changed things otherwise right you know like 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 for us this would be a tumbler but in star wars they would call it a mediliac and it's like no it's it's a tumbler you just call that a plate and a fork why is this a mediliac why is this just not a tumbler well i love that they called uh you know, they had the, um, what is it, uh, the keyboard, right? And he was like, oh, you have a, a Sonic, you know, Sonic something or whatever. I, I forgot how he called it. And I, I was like, 
I thought it was so funny because they know what the word Sonic is and they know like, like you're right. I mean, you look at He-Man, He-Man talks like a normal human being, but he, he talks like a surfer a lot of the time. Uh, right. Know? He but, looks like a surfer too. Yeah. You know, hey guys, uh, you know, he's very, by the power of Grayskull, you know, yeah, I but... have the power. Well, it's, it's just like, you know, in the original Star Wars, when, you know, Aunt Beru is, is using like a, you know, like a, one of those like blenders, you know, for, for stuff. And it's just like, okay, we know what all that stuff is called, but they're calling it something else. Yeah, like, they do you know, that they... all the time just because, I mean, you know, if, if, if like, especially if they're on another planet, they would call it something else because they um are... Uh, you know, they don't know. I don't know. They don't know the word. I well, guess the word's different. I, I got really mad at George Lucas and I used to live right next door to the guy and, and I wanted to bring this up to him. Anakin says, I'm not a slave. I'm a human. No, you're not. You're humanoid. Humans are on earth. No. That's why we're human beings. We're, you know, we're he's not human. He's a, uh, what, what, what planet was he from? Um, wasn't Alderaan, was it? Is he on um, Tatooine? Tatooine. So he's a he's a Tatooine, <clears throat> right? Like Tatooine. Well, he would say, yeah, instead of like Earthling, yeah, he would be like a Tatooine or something like that. Yeah, Tatooine. Well, I don't know what the name of the actual planet is. I think that area is Tatooine. Is the planet Tatooine or is this the area I think it's Tatooine? The planet, but let me see. What planet? But him saying to Princess Amidala when, when he goes, I'm not a slave, I'm a human. It's like you're not you're not human. Like Guido's not human. You're not human. You're a humanoid. You're an alien. If you came to Earth and they scanned you, you should be different. You're not going to have the same makeup as we do. You have the Force. That's an alien. So you're not human. So, um, uh, well, <laughs> this is what it says for in Wikipedia. <laughs> By the way, I love that though. I think that is the best thing ever. Nobody else has ever made anything like, you know, smart enough like that. Uh, though Paul still wants to make Stinkopedia, which would be his uh, stinky movie, you know, Wookie, which he uh, can. He can. I just, he just won't do it. Um, the article is about the chosen one. You may be looking for another Anakin or his clone or the Anakin Skywalker was a Force-sensitive human male who served the Galactic Republic as a Jedi Knight and later served the Galactic Empire as the Sith Lord Darth Vader. No one in the Star Wars universe is human. They're humanoid. We're human. They're not human. Okay, hold on. I'm looking up who are the humans in Star Wars. Let's see if a Wikipedia thing. They have to come from Earth to be human. Okay. Unless people, since this was a long, 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 long time ago type of thing, unless uh, they somehow landed on Earth. I, I'm guessing these are the things because they say races, Alderanian, Ataran, Galactic, whatever, all these, I and mean, there's a bunch. Uh, as, and they don't have Tatooine as one of the races, I guess. Um, uh, 
Some people would consider this a skill. Humans adapt. Got mountains. Build ridge waters. What is this? Jin Urso said this. Uh, who's Jin Urso? I don't even know that character. Like, I know the name, but I don't... Humans were, were a species of sentient bipedal mammals with bilateral symmetry possible native to the planet Coruscant. So I think Coruscant was what Earth was called. Because this took place in a galaxy far, far away, far, right? Far, far away. Yeah, so this would... So there yeah. shouldn't have been an Earth. No. So unless humans... And a long time ago, humans were able to travel to... That would make no sense. It, humans like, can't even like travel Battle right Star now to far, far I galaxies. Mean, Battlestar Galactica, when they finally arrived on Earth, they're not human. They're aliens from another planet that are coming to Earth what? to escape the Cylons. Well, what they're about alien. shows like uh, Firefly? You know, they were human. If they're not from Earth, they're not human. I think, ah, uh, I know, I know Mal was from Malcolm, you know, uh, Nathan Fillion's character was human, because he talks about Earth, you know? So, uh, I don't know enough about Firefly, so, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, there is only one human from the main character. And that's, like, yeah, that's, um, Lord, whatever, Star-Lord. Star-Lord, he was yeah. kidnapped as a human, uh, as a human being and he was originally supposed to be brought to his uh father and then he's ends up you know becoming part of that you know thing i love Ga guardians of the galaxy um so yeah uh i guess he man is not a human no yeah. so even though he's in burbank or at least it looks like burbank he's still he's not a human no he's and, he man, and... not human <laughs> I know. So I know, he he can be with the humans, which were the two, Courtney Cox and and Duncan something blah blah. He has three names. Was well, a man at but, arms, man of arms, right or whatever. That guy. See, I guess I guess man. he could say that his name is Man of Arms, but he's not. That was his original like name. That was the, he was yeah. called at the in He Man, but they called him Duncan at times, and I think he even says uh duncan or you call me the man of arms you know or whatever something like that so they they he has a couple names and there's tila who's i guess sort of human looking but what is she like i guess she's, she's uh, uh, e uh hot chick yeah you know i think that was the interesting thing is like maybe uh I, like i don't know where this dimension or or galaxy or whatever is because there's no way to determine that because the key thing that brings them there, I don't even know how, how it works really. Like it's such a weird whole thing. It's know? just a hitting those buttons and then you hit the red button and then it, it makes the, 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 like the, all the stars and rainbow type stuff. And then that opens which that, the which, the the principal of uh and uh back to the future is very impressed by he was like what is that that's like some kind of magic <laughs> like yeah and then he uh and then they had to jam the signal they didn't know what it was it was jamming the signal is the microwave 
really blew up the micro. I love that scene. That scene just cracked me the fuck up. I was just like, I love this that. Movie. That I like because it's it's so simple. It's just the microwave turned on next to the thing, and then you got yeah, you know, evil Len and and uh, the the short little you know mercenary guy. Like they they just blocked us. They they you Enjoy know like it's something signal. yeah like really serious when it's just a microwave. <laughs> it reminds me of Spaceballs. I'm gonna have to do Spaceballs for. Uh, do you like Spaceballs? I would have to rewatch it because I I am a Mel Brooks fan from History of the World Part One back. Right. I am not a fan forward, so I'm right. not a big Spaceballs fan. I'm not a big Dracula Dead loving it. I'm not a to, Robin Hood Men in Tights. No, because Rob, those were Men in those were. You know. What Brooks used to do is like Blazing Saddles, Young Frankenstein, is he would spoof a genre, right? A whole genre. But, but he did that. With, he... he did that with Spaceballs. He does. Uh... No, he spoofed Star Wars. No, he also spoofed um, Planet of the Apes, Alien. He spoofed other uh... stuff too, but it was primarily Star primarily Wars. Star Wars, yeah. And but... then Men in Tights was Robin Hood. Was primarily Young Robin Frankenstein Hood. was Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein. No, no, it wasn't. It was the entire Universal monster world. Where was the Wolfman? That would have come probably later because they did have individual Frankenstein movies, so you could actually watch all the Universal Frankenstein movies and still put Young Frankenstein at the end, and it would work. Right, but but you still can't was do just that. Frankenstein. You know, like it no, was not. It's different. It's different. It's like Blazing Saddles. You could watch all these westerns. And still put Blazing Saddles in there, and it's a western. Um, Men in Tights is is more like scary movie or disaster movie or any of these other much ones. Better than that. that. Come I, on, I'm no, I'm not gonna. No, I, I don't. No, I don't and so. then so I, anyway, I, think... I brought that up because there was a the when they said like they were jamming the stuff, you know, I just loved it. We're like, you can jam it. And start uh, space balls, and they're like, Oh, preparing to jam, preparing to jam. And they jam, and then all of a sudden, it's like a jam, like raspberry jam coming on the thing. <sighs> and then he's he goes, Wait, it's raspberry. There's only one man in this world who would dare give me the raspberry Lone Star. <laughs> and his no, name is just, Lone uh, Star and not Han Solo. Wow. It's okay. just so funny. It was it's it, it really isn't. Look at something like High Anxiety, which was spoofing all the Hitchcock movies and all the movies that are like I didn't that. like it. I and didn't like that or still silent put, movie. Hated silent movie. Silent movie. Was, Hated silent movie was funny. I need history to rewatch of, it. Uh, but... History of the World Part One was hilarious. Uh, that was it, his last good movie, in my opinion. And then he tried to do that TV series I didn't watch, History of the World Part. The guy's ninety years old. I mean, I, I mean, it's like I don't, I don't know. I didn't even bother watching. I didn't even know that it came out until recently. But uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. It's. I do remember that uh, uh, Cliff and I uh, were working at the Fairfax Theater up in Marin County, and we were playing Spaceballs, and George Lucas came in to watch it. And he was going to pay. And we're like, dude, you're going in to watch your movie. You know, like this is spoofing your movies. So he went in and watched it. And when he came out, <laughs> uh, we asked him, what did you think? 
And he, and he did a Jonathan Moody. He just goes, it was cute. And then just walked in. Well, there you go. Mel Brooks, <laughs> if you're wondering how George Lucas thought of your film, he said it was cute. It you was know. cute. No. Yeah. It is cute. It's a good movie. I liked it. I thought I'd, it have, to, I'd have to rewatch it. I'd have to. I don't know. There are, there are some funny thing, things in there. I do like because it makes no sense at all. The when they're combing the desert and the black guy's got the giant fro comb and he's yeah. combing the desert with the fro comb. He's, he's got the and, little pick, you know. Or well, and, and he, yeah, the guy goes, "Have you found anything?" And he just goes, "We ain't found shit." Yeah, and there's like which I that I did find to be very funny, and I did like some of the stuff. Uh, when we did play the movie also uh um at the beginning when uh i think it's bill pullman when he starts going like barf barf at the very beginning of the movie when he's calling for barf but you think he's gonna barf a kid ran out and right in the aisle puked all over the floor because they because he said barf i'm think we're thinking the dad brought his kid who was sick and he's like no we're gonna go see space balls and the barfing thing just got to him and he ran out and on the right there just puked all over the floor. And I'm like, screw you, dude. And I handed his dad a mop. And I'm like, you get to clean this up because your kid was obviously sick. Oh, um, it's funny that you say that because I never thought of that. I just thought he was calling barf, you know, or whatever. I don't know like what I thought the first time I ever watched it, you know. But I've never like gone, oh, he's feeling like he's about to barf. I think I keep thinking he's just calling out the 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 mob. No, it's the way he does it. He's like barf, 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 and then it looks like he's gonna barf, and then that's when John Candy walks in. Yeah, I I never thought of that, so I don't know. Anyway, so maybe that's called not good writing. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was good writing, and I just missed it. I don't know. Huh? Whatever. Anyway, the point is, uh, I. Go back to Pam Masters universe once again. Stay on target. Yeah. Speaking of Star Wars, also, stay on target. Yeah, you're still not going on target because you're thinking of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. This movie. Uh. You know. This movie is a lot of fun. Um. I think. I like um, it. Um. I'm sad that it didn't do very well. No. Um, in fact, I could tell you before we go. Uh. The the. Uh, the film, uh, its budget was $22 million, which is like nothing today, mm-hmm. but it only made $17.3 million. 17.3 mil. Damn. Yeah. Well, barf. Barf? No. Barf. I, I think it, it, it should have done better, but it didn't. And so uh, it sort of becomes this cult classic that people talk about because, you know, Dolph Lundgren at that time was kind of like the the go-to low budget movie star you know like he had done also the punisher as well uh which the marvel punisher where it was dark and fucked up and and very not i like that version yeah uh, later they did do the punisher again <laughs> uh which i've i've liked every movie that the punishers you know, I think even Punisher War something, Warzone or whatever. Yeah, Warzone Punisher. Yeah, Warzone Punisher. Yeah, War Pun- I still liked it. Like, I still had a fun time because, like, it was, they are, you know, sort of like the Charles Bronson type movies, you know, that. 
I, I I liked Warzone. Ray Stevens is really good in it. I wasn't a big fan of the Thomas Jane one, just The Punisher. It is based on a graphic novel, but I, I didn't like it as much. And then I never saw the Netflix show, which I heard was like perfect. I know. And you know what's funny is like, well, now, now it's not going to be perfect because they're bringing The Punisher back for daredevil and uh you know uh the new daredevil series and um i'm just like <sighs> i don't know after after seeing the first episode of echo i'm like just i don't think mar like disney gets what was so good about the netflix stuff that i'm i'm glad yeah. that like those still exist you know like disney has them now but they they're not in Netflix anymore, uh, which is weird. Do they still say like Netflix presents? I gotta watch them. I don't think I've. Really... I don't know. I, I didn't yeah. watch any of the Netflix stuff to be honest. I would. I, I liked. I stuff, liked but... um, Daredevil. Um, uh, I liked. Or Dead, uh, yeah, I heard Cage was good. Uh, Jessica Jones. Uh, Paul loves Jessica Jones. Uh, was wanting more of her, you know, stuff, and I think she's gonna be in the new Daredevil. Don't think he'd still have any interest in watching that necessarily. Uh, he was actually telling me he wanted to see Echo because, like, he loved that character before, you know. But, but it's not Echo. It's it's, it's not. they basically did the the same thing, uh, you know, like that 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 uh, God, I'm blanking now that that other director did, where they just threw away the character and started all over from scratch, and and um, even Joe Luhan, who who liked. She-Hulk hated Echo. He liked She-Hulk. What's the matter I with him? I, I give him shit for that all the time. Oh, but yeah. he, but he hated Echo. He said, "This is pointless. I don't, I don't understand what the point is because I didn't like Echo." And that's because even Kevin Feige was going to pull it. They were just going to write it off, but they didn't have anything to put out. So that's why they dumped it all at once. And and just did it that way. They're like, well, shit, we don't have anything. There, to there put are out. so many problems with that because, like, I mean, okay, you're gonna tie it with uh, Daredevil. At least, at least have like Daredevil have like a scene where he comes to Echo and he explains something that he's gonna do in the next series, Born Again or whatever. Like something that ties to the next series, from what I've understood, does not tie to Daredevil Born Again, except for the fact that Kingpin no. will be in it. You know, that's it. Oh, you mean Wimpy Kingpin? Pussy Kingpin? That's an echo compared to the one that was in Daredevil? The one where she shoots him in the frigging eye and he's still alive and then panders to her? Which is exactly what Daredevil is going to do and Reborn. The, the actor who plays Daredevil already said it's nothing like the Netflix series. It's going to be totally mm -hmm. different. And yeah. not in a good way. Because Disney likes to ruin everything. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. I, I know I won't be watching them. I so. know you won't be watching, but you'll hear no. about all of them. You know. You you keep your ears to the ground and hear all this shit that I don't even hear because I don't pay attention to that shit anymore. Honestly, I'm I if I if I want to see it, I'll see it. If I don't, I, I don't like I'm we were talking yesterday. I'm I'm into the show FBI right now. Like that's that's my thing. You know, I'm getting into that, watching all that because I like Dick Wolf's movies and stuff or TV shows, all his TV shows. So I'm like, ah, I gotta get in. You know, I gotta watch this because it's just you know, and it's fun. Uh, it's more enjoyable to me, you know, than Disney has been being lately in Marvel. I, I, 
I have found that T that, that TVs and movies have been so toxic lately on, on their end that I have now started watching things that they consider to be toxic. So ballers would be considered toxic to them. Toxic men. Entourage. Uh, the, the last ship would be probably because it's the U S Navy would be toxic. And, and it's just like, I just want to watch movies with men. I, you know, men acting like men. I don't want men who walk around in a dress. I, I just don't right. want it. I, I just don't, I want my men to be men and they, you know, I, I just, I'm so tired of all this stuff. I just, I can't. So I just avoid that. And, uh-huh. it's, you know, and I just don't, I don't know. I just won't. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of wanted to see Madam Wed because Spider-Man is my favorite comic book character. Um, I even have a little plushie of him above me up there. And, uh, but God, the more I hear about it, it's like, I don't even know if I want to see it just as a I, joke. I... Like I did with the Marvels. I saw the because I was just curious as to like what the post credit scene is or whatever. And apparently all it is is some guy uh, doing window washing and Spider-Man, Tom Holland, Spider-Man flies in. Oh, spoiler alert. I don't care. Disney, Sony, fucking sue me. Whatever the movie's out, people can go see it. And if uh, whatever. But apparently Spider-Man swings down and just says, you missed a spot. It's pretty much it. And oh, I'm like, I didn't even hear I didn't even hear about that. And I'm I like, just knew... what's the point of that? You know, just to know like there's more spider like Tom Holland Spider Man. That's it. You know. I I know I mean they even got the Spider Man's wrong when they were making this and they had to go back and reshoot it, which means that the technology that they're using for this stuff doesn't match the time period. Yep. Because you can't reshoot the entire movie, I guess. And no, it's, it, it just looks horrible. The girls are only in the costume for literally less than a minute because it's a flashback or, or it's in a dream sequence at the beginning of the movie. So it's an entire origin film, I guess, for Madame Webb, who does go blind at the end and has to, and, and, and then she, uh, something happens with her back. And so she has to go into the wheelchair. But the villain is killed by a Pepsi sign. The P hmm. from Pepsi falls off. So he's killed by product placement. <laughs> Literally. Like yeah. the P for product placement. Or just like, yeah. You know. and, and like and like you just said, I don't care if this is spoilers or whatever. I don't give a shit because if you're gonna go see that movie, then you just you deserve to have it spoiled. Or if you haven't so, seen that movie yet and you still want to, that's your fault, you know, for listening. Yeah. Because this will be out on the the last Wednesday of the month, so by that time, if you haven't seen it, then obviously you either don't want to see it or you're just lazy not to go see it yet. And that's your fault. So or I'd be surprised because we've been talking for more than an hour, almost two hours. So the fact that if you're still listening to this, you know, thank you. I just want to <laughs> say thank you. because You know, um, I, have, I have a friend of mine that's just a local friend who found out about my podcast and says he listens to it now. So Brian, if you're listening, thank you. Um, thank you, Ryan. Brian. Yeah, so it's Brian. Brian? Yeah. Yeah. B R I, I guess. Or well, I'm, I'm dyslexic. So I was called, you know, I was called Brian as brain brain. So thank you, brain brain you, brain. brain. Pr- pinky in the brain. We should do a story about that. A little podcast about that. Have you ever seen that show? 
I've never watched one episode. No. Oh, I've heard well, it's good, but I just never watched it. Yeah, it's too, there, there's too much out there. They're always gonna, they're they're always trying to take over the world. Speaking of of, of manly movies, I I did watch uh, Mechanic Resurrection. Nice the other day, so I got to got some manly Jason Stratham with 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 Jessica Alba in a bikini on a beach, all wet. That definitely sounds all manly. Like there is absolutely nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Not in a thousand years is there anything wrong with a wet Jessica Alba in a bikini on a beach. Nothing. And for and for the women, Jason Stratham is half naked throughout the entire movie. He's like constantly without a shirt. Hey, it's a you know it's half and half. You know he's got the six pack. He's looking good. I think there's even there might even be a scene of his butt. What gets out Um, of bed? Who's Jessica Alba married to? Al Jessica Alba or Jessica Beale? Did you say Alba? Alba. Who's she married to? She married no to idea. someone? And then Jessica Beale's married. Oh, she to... is. She is married. Uh, she has four kids. But oh. I forget who it is. I gotta look this up because I gotta find I'm just like my brain. Is I, I was I was sad that she had four kids. I'm like, oh I hear kids. I'm kind of bummed. Oh, and they're all probably screaming. Okay, so Jessica Alba is uh actually she has three kids. Three children. Oh, three. Yeah, and his, his name is Cash Warren. That's who she's married to. All right. And then Jessica Beale. I thought she was married to somebody famous, Justin Timberlake. Oh God, that's right. Uh poor girl. Yeah. <laughs> I I just say I like just because Justin Timberlake right now is like there's way too much toxic shit with them and stuff. Like he's just not a good person. You know, not even... yeah, all that stuff that came out with him and Brittany, yeah, yeah, like you know, yeah, and I'm just like I don't even I as a male is like I kind of want to separate myself from you, bro. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I, I got nothing against Brittany. I like Brittany, so I, I, like, I like some Brittany. of her music. I, I'm, I'm not a not a huge fan. I could go with the greatest hits. I used to have but... a poster of her on my wall. Huh? She wasn't naked or anything because I don't think she, she looks great that. in the Womanizer video. Actually, I like that song too. God, that video is great with her in it. She looks amazing. Because that's the video where where uh, people were criticizing her after she had her kid. Mm-hmm. And, and they're like, oh, look, she's all like flabby and fat. And she looks like a mom. And then she was just like, screw you. So she made the womanizer video. And she looks amazing. There you go. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Find uh, the director's cut. Yeah. <sighs> Which I think is the only one that's out there. But I think it says like director's cut or something. Well, I think we've been talking about Master of the Universe and other shit for a little bit, so I think yeah, I think, I think that over. we could we could end it. Sure. Um, are, are we giving any sort of rating to this? Or I don't. I don't usually, but hey, let's yeah. fuck it. Let's just do it right now. Anyway, out of five stars, that's how I do it. Most most of the stuff. Uh, Paul's out of five gray skulls. Out of five gray skulls. Um, which by the way, I thought it was really cool that you didn't get this sword till the end of the into the movie and did the whole I have the power. Oh, he's got to do it at least once, right? Yeah. And he because he's fighting the with the sword throughout the whole thing, but then Skeletor takes it, puts it in the chair thing. Yep, and that opens the eye, and and lamely turns him into that thing. Is it's like pew pew. Pew, just these things kind of firing at him. It's like, well, that's kind of uneventful. Mm-hmm. But uh, then he turns into the giant samurai, and and uh, but uh, so uh, I would give this as I would give it like a like a three, three. I'll give yeah. it. Yeah, 
four and a half, man. I like this movie. Oh shit! Okay, Yeah, I loved it. I had a fun time. Like, it's the I, human I'd probably stuff. I I can't. It's all that human stuff that I just don't. even I don't that like human Courtney Cox stuff. and her boyfriend. I Don't I like. don't. It's so boring. I liked her. I liked him. I didn't like. It didn't. None of that bothered me. It Oh, it I sort like the of fighting. made me. I don't know. I you know also I think it's the I think it's our age differences like Paul would hate it because it's teenagers even though it's not teenagers you know I I just enjoyed it like I had a fun time with that stuff didn't bother me at all so I I liked it and you know I mean, um, this should mean something to me since I did see it in the theater. no. You know, I, I, I remember going to see it and um, and then I did buy it on VHS. And, and so I've owned a different versions of it, uh, uh, but it, it's just rewatching it this time. I just really noticed that all the stuff with the young with the, the humans on, on Earth, it's just boring as hell. And, and it just but all the battles and stuff were I loved. I thought were great. Well, there Especially you go. with He-Man firing a gun when in, in the cartoon, they're like, nope. But in this one, they're like, oh, no, he's 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 firing that gun. I wonder if that was like a thing that Mattel just said, sure, you know, too, because they were just trying to bring He-Man back, you know, to the world. So, like, all right, he can fire a gun. Well, one of the guys said that a big thing were the add-ons. So if you could put out the Dolph Lundgren He-Man and have his sword and his gun, that just made it sell more. Did Dolph Lundgren have a He-Man doll? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if they ever came out with. I don't. They, I don't think they even showed toys from this. If they, if they did come out in the documentary, Um, maybe it didn't do well enough. Well, normally the toys come out beforehand. <laughs> oh my God! There's a hundred and eighty-nine dollar Dolph Lundgren signed He-Man Funko Pop. That's interesting. Okay, that that I could see. I could see them doing But that's that. like years later, you know, when they were doing Funko Pop. Oh, yeah, probably within the last, yeah, like few years or whatever it is, yeah. There is a Masters of the Universe He-Man. Oh, these are Mattel 2022, so it's not. Um, I don't see. Yeah, because this I don't. was like, what, like 80, 87. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't see any. Uh, there was a Motu Classics Custom, so something that wasn't Mattel, made by Mattel or whatever that somebody made, but it it says it's it's head only, you know. So it's only the head; it's not the body and everything. I'm like, why would I want just Dolph Lundgren's head? That sounds really weird to say. Like, what? You know, sitting next to you on your next to your bed. Yeah. <laughs> or sitting sitting next Good to night, on Dolph. my desk or on my desk while I'm doing my podcast and you're staring at me. Dolph, what are you doing? Dolph, don't, don't... actually I have to call it what it is. Head of Dolph or Dolph's head. head of What Dolph. are you doing? What are you Dolph. looking at? Stop Head staring of Dolph, at stop me. that. So all right, there we go. There you go. So, all right, everybody, um, go check that out. Also, there's a great documentary that I remember seeing. There's Toys That Made Us um, that's on Yes. Netflix, and they do have one on He-Man. So there's plenty of stuff on He-Man. Uh, there's the Power of Skull documentary. I'm sure there's a lot of stuff on YouTube, you know, about He-Man and, and the, the, you know, how it started and everything else. 
all that thing. So if you guys want to check those out, please do also. Uh, Master Universe, I had a fun time. I will watch this again and again. And I'm, apparently I'm having none on DVD coming to me with that whole pack. So I'll be bringing yeah, that up I, in our one of our ball videos. I um, I did a whole video just on on that collection. So yeah, there you go. I actually got a lot of views. I was I was really surprised, but uh, but yeah, it's it's um, a good one to have. All right, everybody. Hope you guys enjoyed this and uh, join me next month for a brand new episode of Hollywood Knockbusters. Until then, everybody, bye. And remember, you have the power. Oh, and good journey. Good journey to you, sir. Good journey.